Good morning, good morning, good morning. And at least it stopped raining. <laughs> oh my goodness, I don't know what the weather's been like overnight where you are, but we have had a storm worth mentioning. Thunder, lightning, torrential rain. It's been horrendous. But um, it's stopped now. So we've had quite a few storms over the last couple of days. Thunder and lightning. Ooh. Why do they always do thunder and lightning at night? Why does it always seem to be at night when it's dark and all of a sudden you get this flash of light? <laughs> anyway, at least it stopped now and it stopped raining. And I have work today and I expect you all have school. So... What shall we do first? What shall we do before we go to work and school? Oh, I know. Read a story. What do you think? <laughs> or, first of all, we'll tell a fun fact. Now, today's fun fact is all about children. There you go. Um, now, apparently, children grow faster in the springtime. How weird is that? I don't know why. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe you eat more things in the springtime that cause you to grow. Like vegetables or something. I don't know. <clears throat> but that is the time of year your poor parents have to go out and buy lots of new clothes because you grow out of them. So stop growing, children. Your parents will thank you. <laughs> so, I wonder if adults grow faster in the springtime. Hmm. I seem to think that it's the wintertime that adults grow faster. Because they don't exercise as much. <laughs> but I think when they say grow faster, it means upwards, not outwards. <laughs> So, there you go. That is today's fun fact. A little bit of trivia there for you. So, I know what would be a good idea. In fact, I'm going to do this with my children. I am going to measure them and put a little tally on the door as to where they are. And then, over the time, the spring, I'm going to see how fast they grow. And then do it in the winter um, and see whether there's a difference. Wow, there you go. Great idea. Maybe you could get your parents to do the same. And we could prove whether it's right or wrong. What do you think? <laughs> anyway, today's story. So it's chapter 15 of The Magic Faraway Tree. And as you recall yesterday, they rescued old saucepan, but then the soldiers saw them and chased them. So they were running like mad for the hole for the faraway tree. So chapter 15 is called A Shock for the Toys. 
How the children and the others ran. They knew well that if they were caught, they would be put into the toy fort. And then the land of toys would move away from the faraway tree. And goodness knows how long they might have to stay there. So they ran at top speed. Franny fell behind a little and Joe took her hand to help her along. Panting and puffing, they raced down the streets of the land of toys, trying to remember where the hole was that led through the cloud to the faraway tree. Joe remembered the way, thankfully. He led them all to the hole, and there was the ladder, thank goodness. Down you go, cried Joe to Silky, Beth and Franny. Hurry, get into Moonface's room quickly. Down the girls went, and then Rick, Moonface, Saucepan, and then Joe. Joe only just got down in time because a big teddy bear had almost caught them up. And as Joe went down, he reached out and tried to catch Joe's shirt. Joe jerked himself away, his shirt tore, and he half slid, half climbed down the ladder to safety. Soon he was in Moonface's house with the others. Oh my, but what was this? The toys did not stay up in their land. They bored down the ladder after the children and their friends. They're coming in here, yelled Moonface. Oh, why didn't we shut the door? But it was too late. <sighs> Wooden soldiers... Teddy bears and dolls poured into Moonface's funny round room and Moonface, quick as a flash, pushed them all towards the middle of his room. The opening of the slippery slip was there and one by one all the surprise toys fell into the hole and found themselves sliding wildly down the inside of the tree. As soon as Joe and the others saw what Moonface was doing, they did the same. Down you go, said Joe to a big teddy bear, giving him a good push. And down he went. A push for you, yelled Rick to a big rag doll. And down the slide went the doll. Soon the children could do no more pushing because they began to giggle. It was so funny to see the toys rushing in, then being pushed down the slide, shrieking and kicking. But after a while, no more toys came and Moonface shut his door. He flung himself on his curved bed and laughed till the tears ran down his cheeks. What will the toys do? asked Joe at last. <laughs> Climb back up the tree to the land of toys, said Moonface, drying his eyes. We'll see them out of my window. They won't cause us any more trouble. <sighs> After about an hour, the toys began to come past Moonface's window. Slowly, as if they were tired. Not one of them tried to open the door and get into Moonface's house. <laughs> They're afraid that if they don't get back into their land at once, it will move away, said Silky. Let's sit here and watch them all and have a few Google buns and pop cakes. I'm so sorry to have caused all this trouble, said the saucepan man. And I didn't bring anything back to eat either. You see, I really thought when I got into the land of toys that it was the land of goodies because one of the first things I saw was that shop 
selling toffee. And in the land of goodies, you can just take anything you like without paying for it. So, of course, I ran straight into the shop and began to empty some toffees out of a box. Oh, that's why they put me into jail. It was dreadful. Oh, I was glad to hear Joe singing. I knew at once that you would try to rescue me. This was a very long speech for Saucepan to make. He looked so unhappy and sorry that everyone forgave him for making such a silly mistake. Cheer up, Saucepan, said Moonface. The land of goodies will soon come along and we'll all go and visit it. Not just you. And we'll have the biggest feast we have ever had. Oh, but do you think we should, began Joe. Honestly, we seem to get into trouble every time we go up the ladder. Oh, I'll make quite sure that the land of goodies is there, said Moonface. Nothing can go wrong if we visit it. Don't be afraid. I must say, Joe, you and Rick and Saucepan look very grand in your soldiers' uniforms. Are you always going to wear them? Oh, I forgot we haven't got our proper clothes, said Joe. Mother will be cross if we leave them in the land of toys. We left them under a bush near the fort. And I left my lovely kettles and saucepans in the fort, said Saucepan, in a sad voice. I feel funny without them. I don't like being a soldier. I want to be a saucepan man. I'd like you to be our dear old saucepan man too, said Silky. It doesn't seem you somehow dressed like that. But I don't see how we're going to get anything back. Surely none of us is going back into the land of toys again. Just then, three sailor dolls, last of all the toys, came climbing slowly up the tree. They were crying Their sailor clothes were torn and soaking wet. Moonface opened his door. What's the matter, he asked. What's happened to you? Awful things, said the first sailor. We were climbing up the tree when we came to a window and we all peeped in and a a very angry pixie flew out at us and pushed us off the branch. The faraway tree was growing thorns just there and they tore our clothes to bits and then a whole lot of washing water came pouring down the tree on top of us and soaked us so we feel dreadful if only we could get some new clothes listen cried joe suddenly how would you like to have our soldier uniforms they're quite new and very good said all the sailor dolls together. We'd love that. Would you really give us those? We'll get into trouble if we go back to the land of toys like this. We'll give them on one condition, sailor dolls, said Joe. You must find our own things in the land of toys and throw them down the ladder to us. We'll tell you where they are. Oh, we can easily do that, promised the sailors. So, Joe, Rick and Saucepan stripped off their lovely uniforms and gave them to the sailor dolls who took off their torn blue clothes and dressed themselves in the red 
trousers, tunics and helmets. They looked very nice. Now you will find our clothes for us, won't you, said Joe. We are trusting you, you see. Oh, we're very trustworthy, said the dolls, and ran up the ladder after Joe had told them exactly where to find everything. Joe, Rick and Saucepan sat in their underwear and shivered a little because their uniforms had been warm. Well, we'll look funny going home like this if those sailors don't keep their word, said Rick. As a matter of fact, I'd have liked to have kept that uniform. I like it much better than my clothes. Look, something's coming down the ladder, cried Moonface, and they all ran out to see. How quick the sailor dolls have been, or soldier dolls, I suppose we should call them now. Two sets of clothes tumbled down the ladder, and the children caught them. Then came a clatter and clanging as kettles and saucepans were thrown down too. Saucepan was delighted. He put on a pair of ragged trousers and a funny old coat that came down with the pans and then Silky helped him to string his kettles and saucepans around him as usual. Now you look like our dear old saucepan again, said Silky. The boys dressed too. Then Joe looked at Moonface's clock. Oh, we must go, he said. Thanks for the pop cakes and everything. Now, Saucepan, don't get into any more trouble for a little while. Smile, said Saucepan, going deaf again. I am smiling, look. That's a grin, not a smile, said Joe, as he saw Saucepan smiling from ear to ear. Now, don't get into any more trouble. Bubble? Where's a bubble? said Saucepan, looking all round. I didn't see anyone blowing bubbles. The children grinned. Saucepan was always very funny when he heard things wrong. Come on, said Beth. Mother will be cross if we're home too late. Goodbye, Moonface. Goodbye, Silky. We'll see you again soon. Well, don't forget to come to the land of goodies with us, said Silky. That really will be fun. Nearly as much fun as the land of do as you please. We'll come, promised Beth. Don't go without us. Can I have a red cushion, Moonface, please? Thank you. One by one, the four children slid swiftly down the slippery slip to the bottom of the tree. They shot out of the trapdoor, giving the red squirrel the cushions and set off home. I am looking forward to our next adventure, said Rick. Makes my mouth water when I think of the land of goodies. <laughs> well, I'm so glad they all got home safely. And not only that, but they found some nice dolls and nice toys um, that actually helped them get their clothes back. Because can you imagine going home in your underwear? My goodness, I don't think so somehow. So... Um, that was today's story. Now, I take it we've only got school planned today. Take it we haven't got anything exciting like holidays or adventures, journeys, road trips. No? Oh, there's a shame. I was quite looking forward to somebody telling me their adventure. Be nice to hear about 
a real life adventure <laughs> instead of adventures at the top of the faraway tree, wouldn't it? <laughs> so if you have any adventurous stories to tell me, then please message me and tell me because, as you know, by now, I'm very nosy and I like to know things. I like to ooh, participate in what you do. So it's very interesting for me, especially because I live in England and the whole of my audience are children from all over the world. And that to me is very, very interesting. It's always interesting to hear about other parts of the world by people that are actually living there, not just reading about it, but from people's own experiences. So tell me about the part of the world you're from. What's your favourite, favourite thing in your country? Let me know. <laughs> anyway, I have to go to work and I expect you have to go to school, like I said. So I am going to love you and leave you and you can all hopefully come back tomorrow. And who knows? We'll see what story we have in store. OK, <laughs> so have a lovely day, but take care and stay safe and I'll see you all again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Bye for now.